Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Last week we talked about his promise, that during a time that there was a problem, God used prophets, oracles of him to establish a promise of who was going to come. We talked about that he was going to come as as a shepherd to his sheep, but there are prophecies that were also talking about how he would become as a a reigning king. I love Christmas. Do you guys love Christmas? It's my prayer that this year would be different for you, though. It's my prayer that this year you would have some time and some space and some moments to really appreciate what Jesus has done for us and appreciate his presence. That's one thing I love about coming to church is there's something when we collectively worship that we get to experience his presence. Did you, have you already felt the presence of the Lord this morning? It's beautiful. Today we're going to be talking about his presence. Let's pray. Father, we just, we thank you so much for for your son, Jesus. For the way he came to this earth. Father, there's something so significant about when we gather and we begin to hear what you would have for us. The truths of your word would become light to us. God, you've asked us to be the light of the world as you're the light of the world. That light, let our sh- light shine. Our good works shine for all men to see and not to see us, but to see you, Jesus. This morning, as we get into your word, Father, I pray that you would speak so clearly that our hearts would be touched this morning. And know that we would have experienced you by coming to church. In Jesus' name, amen. I would encourage you, I don't know if you're in the habit of doing this, but I would encourage you to bring a notepad and a pen with you to church, as well as your Bibles. But why a notepad and a pen? If we truly believe that God wants to speak to us, I would hope that we would write down those things and begin to ponder them throughout the week of what is God speaking to us? So if you have a pen, if you have paper, I would encourage you to be ready to hear what it is that God would say to us this morning and write those things down. Have you ever been in a place where you've met somebody that was, in your mind, very important Maybe a a TV celebrity, maybe a politician, maybe the big boss that comes out of town and shows up at your place of work. And all of a sudden, you feel just maybe just a little bit inadequate. Maybe you feel like, how could I come close to this person? For me, it was about, oh, 14 years ago. When I first started coming to Grace Capital Church and, and we realized, well, maybe it's been maybe eight, ten years ago, Pastor Jack Hayford became our president of the Foursquare Church. If you know of anything of Jack Hayford, you, he's, he's a prolific writer, author. 
He's written a lot of worship songs. He had a mega church in the days where mega churches were not in existence. God used this man so powerfully. And I, I remember going to a conference where he was. I'm usually not enamored by people, but I remember I became one of those, one of those people. I, I, I wouldn't do this for a celebrity, but for some reason, for Pastor Jack, I did. I waited in a line for him to sign something. And I, uh, the only thing that I thought was worthy enough for Pastor Jack to sign was my Bible of all things. <laughs> I came up there with my, Pastor Jack, would you sign my Bible, please? Have you been in that place where somebody just almost feels so unapproachable? That, that your palms get a little sweaty, you, your, your mouth gets a little dry, and, and you wonder how you're going to act, and you just say, like, I hope I don't do something stupid in front of this person. But sometimes we, we build things up in our mind to, to have these perceptions of people that aren't always right, because the reality is, they're just people. But I wonder if we do that with God sometimes as well. We, we get these perceptions of, of somehow that, that God is so unapproachable. Have you ever heard somebody who said this to you that, oh, I could never go to your church because it's going to catch on fire. I could never go to your church because lightning bolts are going to strike everybody else and me. I could never go... And I was like, where does that come from? Do they have a perception of God that is correct and right? Do they think there's this big angry God waiting to strike people down? You know, in the Old Testament, people had a view of God as a, as a God who was relegated to a temple behind a curtain. The Holy of Holies is where God was. And all the things that you had to do to be able to approach God, the, the ceremonial washing, the sacrifices, just to get near to God. And not everybody could get near to God, only the high priest. And then arrives onto the scene one night, a little baby. If you'll turn with me into your Bibles, to Matthew. Matthew's in the New Testament, the first book of the New Testament. And here we have the account of Jesus being born. Chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Back in the day, at this point in time, they were not yet married. That betrothal period was a covenantal committed period and so that idea of divorce was you were being divorced out of that betrothal period but as 
he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, and she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Remember, last week we talked about that. The prophets that foretold of Jesus' coming. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. I don't know about you, but this idea of God being with us is so significant. You see, the perception that people had of God before Jesus arrived was a God out there or relegated to a temple, unapproachable, so holy, so righteous. After all, all these laws that we had to keep to to satisfy a righteous God. Well, God's nature didn't change, but it was our perception of who God was that changed. And it all changed with Jesus. See, God didn't want to be unapproachable. He didn't want to be unavailable. He wanted to be accessible. And how much so that he arrived to the scene as a little baby boy, Jesus. You see, they expected this this big king to come down. And you know what? Jesus could have. Jesus could have rode on a horse, like he's going to, in his second coming, rode on a horse in in kingly garments with a crown, with great authority and great power, and with his bodyguards and establish himself high above everybody else in a palace. He could have. But he chose not to. Why? Why? Because he wanted to make sure that every single person knew that Jesus wanted to make himself accessible to everyone. How accessible is a little baby? Is a little baby a threat to you? Maybe when they've just messed in their diapers, they're a threat to, here, mama. What were you saying about husbands that we are to serve our wives? So men, when your babies have dirty diapers, it's okay. You can change them. But a baby is no threat at all, is it? Actually, a baby is the most attractive and it draws you to. How could it be that you would be walking down the street and now if you were by yourself, people wouldn't pay any attention to you, but you got a little baby? All of a sudden, you're a magnet. I did used to like going into the grocery stores with my babies all the people would be like, oh, can I see your little baby? I'd let them see them. I don't want them to touch it, but I I would let them see my baby. My kids are growing up so fast. But Jesus came to earth, fully God, fully man. Emmanuel, God with us. In a stable in the countryside, in a place so lowly, so humble, that everyone could come. 
everyone could come. You see, God is so concerned that he wanted to have a relationship and fellowship with us that he allowed Jesus to come in the state that he did, a baby. See, from the very beginning, Jesus desired to be with his creation. God desired to be with his creation. God walked with Adam and Eve in the garden. And he loved it. He loved the fellowship. And then sin got into the way and and separated man from God. And it wasn't that God was like, oh, bad sin. It's just his nature was so holy. He couldn't be around that. But he was so crazy in love with his people that he said, how could I possibly have them to know me and to know that I want to be with them? And he became Emmanuel. He became baby Jesus in a manger. Accessible for all. God's love was so strong. How many people are grandparents here? Okay. So you're going to relate to what I'm saying. Grandparents are crazy in love with their grandbabies. You will do the most crazy things. You, you are like a honing thing to grandbabies. It's like, grandbaby, gotta go. I got to get next, next to my grandbaby. Got to get close to the grandbaby. You will purposely drive out of your way to just happen to, I was in, in the area to stop by to, you just, you made the story up in your mind just so you can see the grandbaby. Oh, I was just in the the store and I just had to get this for the baby. And so I just wanted to drop this off. You know what I'm saying. You're crazy in love with your grandbabies. You will do anything to get close, to spend time with. And I think this is the way God feels about us. He's crazy in love with us. He will do anything to get close to us, so much so he allowed Jesus to be a little baby in the most humble beginnings. And then as Jesus grew, he didn't all of a sudden establish himself in a palace again to make himself unaccessible again. He hung around with the very people that never felt like they could hang around God. By the way, that's you and me. You see, if we took the shell of our life apart and, and laid everything bare, we would realize that we, we have a lot of stuff inside that we sometimes feel like maybe God's not so happy with us. But I'll tell you what, God is crazy in love with you and he will do everything to get close to you. And that's why he sent Jesus. We were talking about a communion today, this idea of reconciliation. You see, sin separated us, and, and he was wanting to bring us back together to be in relationship and be in fellowship. And Jesus allowed that. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus became so vulnerable. Why? Because we're so valuable. You see, God saw his creation. He goes, I love them so much. They're so valuable to me that I'm willing to become so vulnerable to them so they know they have full access to me. 
No longer was God out there, but God is here. Emmanuel, God with us. The Christmas story, isn't that good news? Isn't that amazing news that God wants to be with us? And he made it so accessible to us. Jesus. This Christmas, it's my heart that we would experience his presence. You see, we don't have Jesus with us today. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father today. But he has given us his spirit, the Holy Spirit that wants to be with us and we can experience his love, the love of the Father. See, God's not distant. He wants to be so present. He wants to you to understand how valuable you are. And the way that you know how valuable you are is the way that Jesus came. You see, the way that Jesus came is the very way that he wants us to come to him. He came in such a lowly place that we feel like when we're low, we can come to him. We don't have to have it all together. We just need to know the one who does have it all together and he wants us to come to him. See, the way that he came shows us the way that we should come. So accessible. Arms open up wide. This Christmas also, do we not only want to experience his presence, but we want to allow his presence to flow through us. Are we willing to become vulnerable ourselves to understand that other people are so valuable to God? Are we ourselves willing this Christmas to make ourselves vulnerable, approachable, put ourselves out there to show how valuable somebody else is to God? I love, I love this verse in Philippians 2. I'm going to read it from the message. That Jesus had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of the status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave and became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life, then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death, at that, a crucifixion. You see, you see I think our world today, every single person has this desire in them to know of this, whatever they call it, supreme being out there. But their mind of how they perceive God is much like how we would approach another person of great status, let's say. They feel like somehow there's so much separation that how could they get close? And today, 
those of you who believe in Jesus and have asked for him to be in your life have the Holy Spirit. And so today, we can walk around our world and engage in our workplaces, in our schools. And as we go and help people understand how valuable they are to God and that God is so accessible and so approachable. Why? Because they see Jesus in us and we're so accessible. And we've been willing to make ourselves so vulnerable before them that we can say, if I can do this, you can do this. Christmas Eve, it's going to be a special night. I want you even now to be thinking about who you're going to be inviting. I want you to be praying for that person over the next few weeks. And then I want you to make your, have you make yourself vulnerable. You think sometimes that that vulnerability, the simple thing of even asking, would you come to church with me, is a little bit frightening. Because why? Because we are afraid to be rejected. What if they say no? By the way, they're not saying no to you. They're just wrestling through their own stuff. But would you make yourself vulnerable this Christmas to allow somebody else to feel so valuable? See, that's what Jesus did for us. All can come. Everybody can come. So accessible. Also, this Christmas Eve, I want to assure you that your guests are going to feel welcome and comfortable. We're not taking an offering on Christmas Eve. We don't want people to have a perception that God needs something from us. We want to give the gift of his presence to them. It's going to be a party Christmas Eve. We're going to invite people to get to know Jesus. And, and the party is this. The scripture tells us that when one gives their life to Jesus, just one, even just one, all the angels in heaven throw a big party. It's an exciting time. You see, Emmanuel, God with us, it wasn't just when Jesus walked the earth. It's still today. God is with us. For those of you who need peace today, for those of you who need comfort today, Emmanuel is still with us. God is still with you. And his presence is here this morning and he wants to minister to you. Richie, if you would come at this time. I've been praying about what God would have for us this morning. Very similar to, we had a leaders meeting uh, yesterday and hundred so of our leaders got together from all of our locations and we just, it was an appreciation day and I just felt the best gift that I could give them was the gift of God's presence. Which meant we, we cultivated a time of worship and just enjoying being in God's presence and words were given and and. Prophetic words of encouragement were spoken over us as a church and individually. And what a beautiful time. So I was thinking this morning and talking about this, this idea of God's presence, Emmanuel, God with us. 
that he's so accessible and he wants to be with us. He is like the crazy grandparent who has crazy love. Grandparents, you're not crazy. You just have crazy love. But God, our Father, is like that. He's just so eager to be close. And it's our own wrong self-perception of who He is that keeps us distance from Him. And He's saying, you don't have to have sweaty palms. You don't have to have a heart beating fast of, of being unapproachable. He's saying, come. Come and, and be with me. The other image that I've seen in my mind lately is this, this image of a cloud, a cloud of His glory. Which really is, glory is really this idea of His presence gets manifested into a place. Now God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. But there are times when His Spirit falls into a place and, and you can just feel the environment. You, you can cut the environment. You, you notice that there's something different. And I feel like this morning that the Lord is wanting to tell us that there is a cloud over this place, a cloud of His presence, His glory. Not a glory that keeps you far away and like, oh God, such a holy God and so distant, but where He wants to come and love on you and just let you know that He's so accessible to you. As we close this service, I want to make this place an altar. A place where you can come and kneel, stand, and just experience God's presence, Emmanuel, God with us. And to experience his crazy love for you. Some of you have felt like you are so distant from God that you could never approach God in that level of intimacy. And God wants to say, come today. You can experience his deep love for you. It does not matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what you're currently going through. See, Jesus took care of all of that for us. That we can boldly come. I'm going to get scripture right here for you. This is how we're going to come in Hebrews. Chapter 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. See, Jesus, fully man, fully God, walked this earth, relate to us. He's been tempted, yes, without sin, but he can relate to our weakness. If you are feeling weak today, Jesus can relate to you. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. With great confidence you can come to the throne of grace. No judgment, no condemnation, but deep love from our Father in heaven who so desperately wants to be close to his people that he desperately loves. As we close, 
And as we sing, if that's you, you want to come and approach the throne of grace with confidence and allow the Lord to love on you this morning, this is open for you. Let's sing. some who are here today that have never given their life to Jesus. And so it will be hard for you to feel close to God because it's it's Jesus that allows us to get close to God. If you are here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, would you just slip up your hand? I just want to pray with you real quick. Anybody here? Anybody here? Need to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Anybody? Okay. Father, this morning, we 
want to just rest in your presence. We want to receive your great love for us. Father, I just feel right now that there's some who are, are working so hard to please God. But God is just saying you don't need to do anything to please him except love him. That God is freeing you from this, from this burden of do, 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 do. And God just say, would you just be with me? There are others that are so distracted by the ways of the world that you say, I can't even feel God, let alone experience him. And God just says, remove some of these distractions and just draw near to me. Come close. The word of God says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. It's this idea that God's just not waiting for us to make the first move. He's already there, but it's our awareness of him that he's saying, would you remove all the distractions just so we can be together? Fathers, this Christmas is our heart to allow you to be Emmanuel for us. That you want us to come so close experience your great love no judgment no condemnation just pure love and enjoyment of being with you Father I thank you for this morning thank you for your presence this morning give us such joy during this Christmas season and help us to be vulnerable with others to show how valuable they are to you Lord I want to keep this place as an altar as a throne room of grace So if you need to stay and linger, we're going to keep this environment. But if you need to be dismissed, God be with you. Love you guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 